stuff, kid. All I gotta say is Paul McCann says, cheers! I'm with the co-host Cameron Collins, and we have a little different tune to our show than we did in the last one, which was about back-to-back <laughs> wins. Is this the new formula? Hell yeah, beat Austin 3 nothing. A um, little bit different. We're coming off uh, a trip across the border to Vancouver, and we didn't come back through customs with three points or one point. So, how are you feeling, Cameron, on, uh, what is it today, the, it's Friday, we're recording on Friday night? Yeah, um, it's, I think I had resigned myself to the Sounders losing, so I was, I was okay with it, I mean, not making the playoffs, and then they had those two wins, and, um, then they couldn't show up against Vancouver, so, uh, I got a lot of flack for tweeting Schmetzer out. Uh, I saw that. I was going to bring that up. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you yeah, want to talk, talk about that now, about or should we talk about that? Yeah, let's do that in the Sounders segment. Yeah, we'll but. do some more scuttlebutt. So I'm doing all right. You know, it's uh, it's been a rough time for Seattle sports lately as the Seahawks have returned to expected form. The Mariners are trying really hard to get Baltimore in the playoffs instead of the Mariners, uh, which would it's be... actually a, di- a Discord comment for the show to bring up. Okay, so, well, yeah, we'll we talk, talk about, about that. that you know, but I'm assuming you watched yesterday's game already mm-hmm. with Jared Kelenic coming back with a, a home run and a double. So that's good. But, but great, yeah. yeah, so it, it's, um, you know, the Huskies right now, I guess, Whoa. are the highlight of uh, Seattle sports. <laughs> Who would have thunk it? <laughs> I know. They would have been on the bottom of that list in my, what I was thinking. Uh, already so. Heisman talk about Penix Jr. That's ridiculous. Oh, I mean, that's how good he's been. So, yeah. Uh, you know, our Penix is big and strong. Inappropriate. Explicit <laughs> checked. All right. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's been it's been it's been good. Um the Rave Foundation, uh I was out we did a the last game of the season for the Defiance. Uh was a rough mm-hmm. game. They lost two nothing to the Timbers two team that had only won one game the entire season. They had eleven losses and somehow Defiance lost two nothing. It was awful. But Trash. every single dollar from every single ticket from that match went to the fan funded field that the Lions Council and Ray Foundation are working on right now, which was super awesome. And uh, we had an auction there, a garage sale um, with uh, game worn Sounder stuff, uh, mainly coaches, but there was a few few things in there there was a pair of jordan morris shorts i didn't see that i totally would have bought but uh you know if you're a if you're a sounders fan uh the second to last match which i think is is that cincinnati is that this coming tuesday <laughs> for a home match yeah um that yeah second to last home match that is the fan funded field day so we'll have a booth come by donate you know we're still raising money for that 
And then the last match is going to be in the West Concourse. Uh, So it's on the uh, the main the main big the main concourse there. So when you walk in the stadium, if you're coming from the West Side, you just turn right and go inside. Mm -hmm. And so come by and say hi. Regardless, I'll be there uh, pregame up until kickoff. And then uh, we are going to have, if you're a season ticket holder, the garage sale where they sell off all the rest of the game worn merch jackets and uh, socks and, you know, jerseys and shorts and three quarter pants and full length pants. Uh, the final game of the season against San Jose. So after that, uh, and here's the sad thing is you've got to line up early if you want the, the choice stuff, but um, I'm always working it. So I have to miss the last 20 minutes of the match anyways, but that's a tradition. I've, I've always missed the last 20 minutes of the matches to go work the garage sale. So uh, definitely if you're a season ticket holder, you're going to want to go to the garage sale. Cause that's, you I mean, they've got, they'll have game worn Rui Diaz's Jersey game worn Obed game worn everyone. Not that I can fit those, but uh, some of you out there in radio land and whatever we call this podcast land can fit it. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, I'll actually be at that match. Um, I want to. I, I, nor, I was planning on going to Tuesday, but I forgot that. Um, so our anniversary, five year marriage anniversary, was yesterday. My wife mm-hmm. and I have been together for going on eleven years. Eleven years now, but married that we didn't do much yesterday, but because we like to go do something, and I know my wife really wanted to go to Splintered Wand in Ballard, that kind of witch wizard themed bar. Have you heard of it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like booked. It was it opened up I think like a year and a half ago. It was like sometime during the the the, the heat of the pandemic. Um, but it's been like blocked out for like not blocked out, but like booked up for like usually like rolling two months, and it's reservation only. Um, so I hadn't really thought about it. And then a couple months ago, I was like, oh yeah, our anniversary. That's a good idea. Points. So they didn't have the twenty second, but they had the twenty seventh. Nice. So I just snagged it, right? It was the 27th in, like, middle of October. So someone must have canceled when I was looking at it or something. So 4.30. Mm. 4.30 on a Tuesday, I'm, uh, we're going to Splintered Wand. And I just realized that, like, two days ago. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> so no Sounders game. But what, you think you can somehow get away on Sunday? Well, I, uh, what do you mean get away? What's going on? I mean, you know, maybe maybe you say, hey, wife, we're going out Tuesday, so Sunday I'm going to go over to Lumen Field instead. Watch the Falcons play. Is that... Uh, Probably not, because I will be... Well, I would love to, but I will be actually doing something good for my body called soccer with the ECS Pub League. I'm on the the running Rainiers, baby. Looking at number 25, Shotgun. Football games. I mean, that's a huge silliness. I know. I was kind of bummed about that, but it's not like ECS is a, a Seahawk. <laughs> no, uh, but it's like group, but it's like planning events during. You know, we when we were planning the end of the year business meeting, which is going to take place in November, which is like when the Sounders report back on everything from the year hosted by the Alliance Council. It's like we had a three day time period, and it's like, oh, one of these days the Kraken are playing, so we're not going to do it that day. I mean, it's poor planning. That's all. Well, it's every Sunday, and we're we got lives. I'm not that bummed about it. We're playing at nine nine a.m., so it's only the ten a.m. games I'd miss, and I'm usually delayed anyway because I have a two and a half year old. So, anyway, I'm not too bummed, but I would love to go. And if, if, if unless you were giving me a free ticket, then yeah, that's what I was doing. Oh shoot! Well, you already said something about a P 
penis slash penix. So shit. Um, <laughs> well, maybe, yeah, I, maybe I'll tell what, our, our really game. good friend Cap, who's also my captain. Uh, now, now that the spoilers out, I can't really call him sick. <laughs> he listens to every show. He's in the pickup hey, league. You just say you have something else to do that day. Go to the Seahawks game. He'll understand. Nick has been on the show. I know he'll understand. Okay, well, maybe. Um, although I, I do really want to get in better shape. Anyway, so maybe, 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 probably not. But I appreciate the invite. <laughs> Couldn't sell the tickets, huh? Uh, no, sell but the tickets I, to the Falcons but, game. <laughs> well, none of them are going to sell the season. But I found someone to buy the rest of the season for face value. So, uh, yeah, because yeah, because we uh, money's tight. I'm not working this quarter. Uh, I'm not teaching this quarter. So a uh, lot less money coming in when you're not teaching. So you don't have a regular paycheck. <laughs> yeah, infl- inflation doesn't inflate your wallet. That's for sure. No. Well, uh, some other things. Um, should we get into that discord question about the yeah. Mariners? Yeah. A little well, scuttle before we get into Mariners, before we get into other stuff. Yeah. So uh, actually oh, Dom, before that, wait, we, we can't talk up? about the Mariners without drinking. Oh yeah, yeah. I got it. you didn't you didn't didn't open yours yet. I got excited before we hit record. Oh. Uh so I was already drinking mine. I apologize everybody. So we'll, there's the sound effect we all know and love. What are you drinking? So this is a Rubens Brews uh Stouter Limits. Um now uh oh, I bought this during during the beginning of the Sounder season when they came out with the Gorilla Juice and uh the Sounders beer, the Gorilla Sea beer and I uh forgot that it was in my garage so it is past its due date but i think it's still going to be good because it's not years past it's it's months okay past. yeah because you had that one beer oh, <laughs> that was that was that years was past a, that was years past oh that's good it's rich it's um dark uh well and this is apparently the stouter limits is from 2012 i, I don't know if it's that's when it was originally brewed probably but and it's a pretty awesome can. Look at this thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm into that. Well, should describe it because we're on a podcast. It's you know, it's shiny. There's there's silver and black and blue and uh the barcode code for it is kind of work into the art. So it's kind uh, of like functional. Oh yeah, that is kind of cool. Yeah. So it's, like, it's like it's kind of almost being sucked in like a black hole. And it's a um and it's a spaceman reaching for a uh, pint of beer and it says stouter limits. So that's, that is, it's a really interesting pick. And actually now I'm just excited to make a cracking sound with my beer too. So I'll just open up two beers. Yeah. So this was the 10th anniversary okay. of the stouter limits. I'm taking you on another trip to my refrigerator here. That's so yeah, that's good. I recommend it. Stop by Ruben brews tap room over in Ballard. I don't make it to Ballard a lot, but I do make special trips just to go to Rubens for many reasons. One, they're good to Grill FC. They're our beer partner. And two, uh, they work with uh, one of our favorite sporting teams, which would be uh, they are the sponsor for FC Ballard. Ballard yeah. FC, I should say. So, uh, yeah, it's really cool. And uh, potentially, I think we're thinking second prize for our pick'em league will be uh, a gift certificate to their brewery yeah so then uh if you're in the pick'em you, you you'll have a chance to win that i think there's probably only a couple of people that have a chance for second place at this point right well literally almost everyone um that is actively doing it every week hasn't 
given up because they're out of the running for first place. Uh, second and third place is there's like four or five teams. Yeah, not me. I, I do it every week. I missed one week, I think, and I, I have just picked awfully. But I think it's because I, I pick with my heart rather than my mind. Yeah, okay. Good excuse. Uh, so I love your, your drink name, by the way, because yeah. it goes right into what I picked. So I went to the store right before we recorded. And at yeah. first I was thinking like doom and gloom, poopy, let me get something sad. I'll find a name of something creative. Like there's plenty of creator names out there, right? So I'm looking and then I I I found this Alaskan um beer. It's called it's Alaskan Brewery. Smash Galaxy. Yeah. Like, Ooh. All right, that flipped my mood. So, and maybe we'll go to end scuttlebutt after I take a, a crack open the beer I just got out of the fridge and go into like our predictions that we had and go through what's our, happened. But pr- basically the galaxy is our target right now. Salt Lake too, but they're out of the play, the line right now. But the fact that the galaxy play tomorrow, this beer is called smash galaxy. You yep. got a space beer. Yep. I got a space beer. Things might be lining up here for a, a good, a good couple of results for us. You know, so, there's uh, a chance we're not, let me, let me get you the sound effect, everybody. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. Now I already know what this tastes like, so let me finish the one that I... <laughs> uh, it kind of... It's it's really good. It's uh, kind of looks like the Northern Lights. For whatever reason, the A in Smash is lowercase. Um, it's a double IPA. 8.5. So uh, this should get interesting very shortly. Um, brewed in Juneau, Alaska. And it does... It tastes like a hazy, but it's not. Which I, I like. I'm not a big fan of hazing, but it's a, just a good, solid, like, IPA flavor. It's not crazy in any one direction. Um, mm. I don't really know how else to explain it, but it just kind of hangs out on the tongue for a little bit, and then it's uh, clean a few seconds later, ready for the next sip. So, Yeah. Yummy. Double it's IPA good times. Time. It's good times. Unlike uh, what happened with the Sounders, this this two-to-one two loss to the white caps but um well let's get actually dom's discord question about the mariners oh yeah the i forgot okay? i got I I yeah let's, let's, minutes in, let's but... talk mariners before we before we get to the, the bummer and, and 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 he basically just says uh just mariners about to choke making it to the playoffs they're not here's the I thing i don't think so either they're not mathematically it'd be really hard for us not to make the playoffs. magic, magic numbers, numbers like nine eight? right Nine, nine, okay. Nine as of this recording, and that is me uh, up to date through yesterday. Yeah, um, I don't know if they played today. Are they, were they the yeah. Royals today, or are they, is that start series start tomorrow? Uh, off the top of my head, I think that does start today. I don't think it was a four-game series against the Athletics. I think we were trying to salvage yeah. a sweep, but I could be completely wrong. No, you're right. It, it's, it started today. But I'll so, be watching while I edit. Uh, yeah, so, you know... It, it, the meltdown, if they were to miss the playoffs, it would be one of the biggest meltdowns in baseball history. Probably bigger than the California Angels in 1995 because it's, we're much later in the season. Uh, I don't think the question is if they're going to make the playoffs, is what position they're going to be in. Uh, and the hope was that they would be on a run right now and that Toronto and 
uh, Tampa would be beating each other up because they're playing each other. They're playing. But, they have a series starting right now. Yeah. yeah, but they're but that has not been the case. Well, um, ideally, though, I mean, we don't have to get too much into it. I mean, third, third, the third wild card is actually an ideal path if uh, the Yankees hold on to their spot because that means that we'll likely play them. I think, and mm-hmm. I think we just want to avoid Houston. I think Houston is. Well, I mean, we're gonna have to play Houston anyways. I would rather anyways. just have those playoff games at home, and to be honest, just to make sure we advance. I don't know if we're okay. winning two on the road um the way we're playing right now i mean we're missing suarez rodriguez went out yesterday again with an injury i I mean it's rough i I, yeah i think we'll be we'll be fine we'll be able to especially if kelnick can get not maybe do that every single night that's too much to ask for but um if we could eke out a 500 record we're gonna be fine yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we'll and, make it. Uh, we'll make yeah. it, and we'll make it. And I want everyone resting. I don't want Julio and, nursing anything. I don't want Julio or Suarez coming back too early from finger. Pitching, the thing is, our is, pitching is falling apart. That it's not the hitting. We're still hitting for the most part. Our pitching is falling apart, and they're giving up too many runs. So Luis, uh, I will tell you what happened in the other game. Are you talking about starters? Start. Yeah. Luis and Robbie Ray played well. Yeah, Robbie Ray's last start before that was awful, though, and uh, Kirby. Was okay his last his no, start no, before Kirby last sucked. and then well Kirby the sucked, last he part he said the one before he was okay and then yesterday he was awful, um, yeah. yeah they've never pitched that many innings here's the problem is minor league doesn't play as long but I will say this because um, I'm not going to tell you what happened in the Mariners game but the Rays did beat the Blue Jays today but the Orioles also beat the Astros okay so tonight's pretty important so well anyway I think yeah. we're both saying that we're going to make the playoffs Dom. Actually, yeah, we're gonna we make should. the playoffs down. We should. I mean, but I, but I hear you. It's not really fun watching the Mariners right now. And if we were to choke, especially after 21 years, I mean, it's. I'm just saying, it's possible they could. <laughs> That's the problem. Is where our lead, as of yesterday, was what four games with how many games left? Uh, There's 14, 13 now. Yeah, so if if we went five hundred, so seven, they they would have could only lose one game. But every every win, every time they win and we lose, that magic number, it it, it looks worse for us. So. It goes up, yeah. Yeah, well, maybe this time next week when we record, um, we can follow up to that <laughs> that question. Right. This so. would truly be. I mean, I think the Mariners would. I don't know if they'd be able to ever recover. I think the fans would not come back. This town is a baseball city, but to, to taunt us and to basically have it locked down and then to just be so bad down the stretch when it matters, oof. Yeah. Um, I'll save my, my full response to that because I, I don't disagree with you, but I think that would mean spending a crap ton of money in the offseason to – apologize for what that oh. season would be. Okay, so I'm I'm rooting for us not to make the playoffs at this point. Well, we should spend it, a good ton of money this offseason anyway. But I think, I think we're saving it for the next offseason. I think this offseason they're going to go for a second baseman or a shortstop. I would hope a shortstop and then move Crawford to second base and then uh, the year after is when they bring in Otani. I think they're planning on spending all the money of the year after next. So uh, if they want, if we want somebody... Uh, I mean, I guess we could do a first baseman. After being an all-star, Ty France has been batting like 200 since the all-star game. 
He's picked it up the last week, but uh, it may be time to make Ty France a backup or DH only uh, and bring in our first baseman. And there is some really good short stops available, including Trey Turner. So uh, if we're going to do it, I think we got to go for a short stop this off season and Otani the next. So after we start our F1 Scuttlebutt podcast, we'll start our Mariners Scuttlebutt podcast, and we'll yeah. and we'll we'll follow up. We're just um, going to be recording all the time. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I that mean, one we got to do weekly, not a not a daily after every game. Yeah, after every game. This is game. Yeah. This is episode one sixty two of <laughs> Mariners Scuttlebutt. We're in the playoffs now. Not gonna happen. Well, uh, what should happen right now, we're 20 minutes in, uh, we should get to the crux of our podcast, The Sound of Scuttlebutt. Okay, where do you want to start? Do you want to go over the teams have done we did the, the predictions right and i had right. the the rest of the schedule for the teams in the mix right yeah. not not yeah. la fc and the top teams the teams in the mix so let me and get things, on that things were looking looking like they're coming our way for a second there and then uh suddenly yeah. things going our way again yeah uh rsl and um the galaxy lost both three nothing uh, yeah they both dropped long. points for us which gave us a chance a huge chance to jump up and actually do something yeah. So to to sum up what, what we went through last time, we went through the remaining games of LA Galaxy, Real Salt Lake, Seattle, Nashville, Minnesota, that's deep fringe and 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 Portland, but still they were in the mix. 4 4 5 6 7 8 9, okay? And we predicted win-loss draw. Went quickly through it. So we should just go through what actually happened and where yeah. we are. We actually got the Galaxy picks correct. We said yeah. Vancouver would beat the Galaxy, and they did. And we said that LA Galaxy would beat Colorado, and they did. Which is a bummer. I was so rooting for Colorado there. I blame uh, Dan Boniface. Didn't didn't get them hyped up enough. Uh, maybe Colorado should have called up Beckham to play for them, who's killing it in uh, the youth system oh, right that now. That would have been great. He would have he gone up. His name's Beckham. Would have beat LA Galaxy. Yep. Yeah, but would have smashed them, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it would have been the stouter limits of beliefs. I don't know. I'm trying to work in my beer too, not happening. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So, and, and and by the way, our predictions put Seattle, I think, six seed with fifty-one points. We said win out, but that's well, I'll get there in a second. So yeah. RSL, we said they, they they would lose to Austin, which I already mentioned that they did, and that they would. Um, win against Cincinnati, and they actually lost. Mm-hmm. So RSL has dropped two games since we last recorded. We have dropped one, which we said we would beat Vancouver. Right, so and that's us. And if we had, we would be right up there. I mean, we would be. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> we would be a point behind LA and Real Salt Lake mm-hmm. with a game in hand. Uh, exactly. Well, instead, game in hand, Real Salt instead Lake. we're we're four points behind with a game in hand. I think we have a game in hand on Salt Lake, not... Oh, not the Galaxy. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They had two Still. on us. We're even with them now. Um, okay, so Nashville. Um, we said that they would lose. They actually drew against Austin. 
and which really that's way fringe now. They're in like fourth place. Um, Minnesota United and KC, we got correct that they would Minnesota would lose, and Portland, we got correct that they would drew. We actually were over five hundred on our picks here. Um, mm, yeah. So I mean, here's the thing: is if the Sounders went out and every team above us loses three games, we could get fourth place, but I, they might play each other, so I don't know if that's well, even possible. So I updated the live scores. I just highlighted what our pick was, uh, yeah. if it was right or wrong, green or red. And But I put the actual um, mark on what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way this lines up now, if we went out and our predictions of, and I'll run through them, maybe it's TMI um, overload or something, but San Jose LA Galaxy is next. Uh, we set a draw, and we set LA Galaxy RSL, a loss for Galaxy. Um, now, I'm not going to run all through this, but basically... Which if now our previous picks that we went through with y'all actually do happen, and we went out. We are actually ending in sixth place above um, nice. Nashville. We didn't but get I, Nashville much. Wow, I, I'm curious. Uh, I don't know. I think LA is going to beat Salt Lake now. I mean, they they've dropped points, but Salt Lake is kind of proven. Although, whoo, that goal against America was. Is that who they were playing? Uh, did you see that? No. The guy kicked it from the like the equivalent of his own twenty yard line, all the way across the field, into the goal. Right. It was awesome. It was it it is one of the goals of the year in the MLS, even though it wasn't in an MLS game. Uh, that was it the goal was, of the year in the globe. Yeah, it was really cool. All right. Well, actually, that I wanted to ask you this. Um, we'll get into Vancouver in a second, but since we're talking about this right now um la galaxy plays san jose this weekend tomorrow uh which is also this weekend and then rsl is still above us but below them and they have a game the fall uh, up against each other following that one mm-hmm. how do you what do you think happens i mean we said it's a draw against san jose and galaxy tomorrow um so i think la wins both still. those games you do yeah based on their form and the form Should of the update thing yeah i think so Let's do it. Because they lost three nothing, but but otherwise they've been winning. Okay. Does that affect us? Oddly enough, that puts us still at six at fifty one points. LA at that doesn't seem right. LA would end up with. Uh... 46, 49, 52. Oh, no. They would have 50. So, it'd be, okay. So, we would be at 48. Uh, we wouldn't make it. We'd be an eighth. Yeah. Shoot. Don't do that, Ellie. No, I mean, it'd be well. nice. I, you know, I think we just, San Jose has seven wins on the season, uh, 10 draws, 14 losses. I think we just can't rely on them right now. Um, you know, interestingly, we have 12 wins, which puts us uh, right and pace with you know both teams ahead of us uh i guess outside the playoffs vancouver and salt lake have less wins than us but we have that extra game if we win that extra game we jump to just behind rsl uh and we're and we're on 13 wins which is the third place team in the league is that it's just it's those points we dropped where we lost we have 16 losses the points we dropped when we lost when we should have tied that's what it comes down to we did we What's our result? So I just, I just, I just made sure this is all correct. So actually, it says we tie with LA based on our results, but we're also saying we're also saying Real Salt Lake loses out and we win out. Um, 
But so if if that, that puts happens, us at seventh place, LA at eighth. But I don't have the tiebreakers in here because I'm not that. The tiebreaker is wins, and so we would be ahead of them on win. No, we would be the same on wins. So it's GD. So uh, no, they would have had to lose one for us to catch them, right? They're four points. They head to head after. How does that? I don't even I think know. It's what goal differential having. and then head to heads. No, it's it's well, yeah yeah it is. But but how would that work out? Because we have LA winning out, right? Yeah. They have three games but left. Also, we have three games no, left. No, we have we have them. Oh, never mind. You said they're going to beat RSL. Yeah. Shit. All right. No, we're out. Alley's in. Yeah. So we're we're going to need Minnesota to drop some games here to to really help us out. Uh, I think Portland is technically reachable if they could draw their matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, you know, and I I let my friends know in Minnesota. You know, I hit up the the loons pod pod on you loons uh but they're playing san jose and vancouver so vancouver could do us a solid i just (laughs) again don't trust san jose and of course portland has lafc and real salt lake so we're gonna need lafc decide to show up when they in a meaningless game where they've locked in the number one seed in the west and can't uh, pretty much can't win the uh supporter shield and then we're gonna need we would have to get rsl to win which then may affect other things so yeah we don't we have portland beat uh so we want to draw LAFC. from those so if, Port, if portland if san jose and vancouver and all them can do us favors and just draw with those teams we could jump them yeah. so th- there's a chance guys there's a chance we can do this y'all if you've been following if you've been able to follow this which is pretty i'm now losing myself but yeah it's basically we need to win out uh yeah. and we, we need to win out right. and we need a lot of help yeah and we need a lot of help um, and basically it shakes out to, yeah, you're right. Probably LA is going to be ending up in fifth or sixth place with 53 or 52 points around Nashville and Portland and Minnesota needs to drop it. So you're right. So they would, our prediction has them at 51 points and us at 48. That's a mm-hmm. well, let's get beyond what we think about the future. Let's talk about that Vancouver game. Yeah. Yeah, so we very, I was very confident. Oh yeah, I thought uh, the team was going to show up. I I did not expect it to be like last year when we didn't show up in the final game of the season and gave up the number one seed uh, in the West and lost at at Vancouver. I was at that game sitting in a, in a suite, so that was a double bummer. Um, it was like the one of the first times people could enter Canada. Uh, from America. And so I was able to go up there with a COVID negative COVID test and um, didn't go our way. And it, and it happened again. We didn't show up. And so what do you think happened in games that matter outside of CCL? CCL seems to be an aberration. Sounders teams don't show up under Brian Schmetzer. Our first MLS cup we won didn't show up. Second MLS cup we lost didn't show up. Third MLS Cup we won, showed up in the second half. Fourth MLS Cup we lost, didn't show up. The Nations League final against Lyon didn't show up. I mean, we took that lead, but then we got out coached. So we've showed up maybe one half in every meaningful game we've ever had outside of CCL. Now, that's a a big caveat, right? Like CCL, we showed up the whole time. We showed up, we kicked ass, it was awesome. So there's something about big games... And I don't. I'm not saying it's Spencer's fault. There's something about big games 
especially against lesser opponents, where we just don't show up. You know, I can't disagree with that. Uh, when you, you, you said that, I don't know how many episodes ago, and I was like, dude, Schmetzer's the best. He's he's the cool uncle. Yeah, I love uh, I love what he's, he's a done great throughout person. his career. Yeah, yeah, but like when you when you when you look at and you isolate the big matches, right? We U.S. Open Cup hasn't really been a thing with him. Yeah, and I wonder if that's because with other stuff and going on, those are big matches. Cup. But I mean, yeah. the, that's a, we say we every game we go to win, we want every trophy. Yeah, but we we've stopped we've stopped caring about U.S. Open Cup. I mean, that's this year, right? The fact that we may not make the playoffs is because we went all in in CCL and straight up they were like the CCL is more important than the league. Look at how they the players started. I don't like that, but that's what my opinion though. Man, if you want to go, if you if you're a player and you want to play in other leagues, you're going to be playing almost 50 games a year. Yeah, they have. We're not even close to that. Even they have more benches though. That's the problem. They have. We've played. Eight to nine games more than most of the teams in the league outside of New York City FC. So you got to think I, about I, that I, extra toll on the players. So I mean, I'm not making I excuses. I'm, I'm not still, making excuses, but no. you know, I think even if we had made the playoffs, we weren't we weren't for, for a long playoff run because of the toll it's taken on the players, because of the injuries, because of all. Now, if we are if we were healthy, yeah, I think we probably squeak into the playoffs. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Right. Because these are leading into some Discord comments. Okay. So Vancouver. They didn't show up. I mean, they arrived. They they were they crossed the border. They got in the stadium. Uh, they and, possession. and the first goal was against the run of play. Yeah. So, but I mean, so we had, I think it was 66% possession or something like that. So on paper, it's like, well, that's really great. But you look at what they were able to do. And they came out swinging. Like, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you. I started falling asleep after we went down a goal, and it, it seemed like there was too much. They they had all the energy, and we had all the possession. Mm. But we started having more of the possession when we were losing, which is usually what you do in soccer. If you're especially a home team, you're. I up. mean, but we had we were. It was like the Houston game in that we had a lot of possession before that, just maybe not as much. But we were I still dominating possession. Statistically, we had possession, but we didn't have meaningful possession. We weren't creating anything, yeah. right? You can pass it all you want between Javi, Yamar, and the wings backed like, and that is that's needed. You need to reset. You need to switch it. That needs to happen. But consistently throughout this year, we have been we've had moments, Austin. We've had moments like the LA Galaxy crazy game earlier in the year, where we're starting connect to connect stuff and and, and things are happening and we're scoring and we're and we're throwing punches too and it's just we're a quality team. We're not a quality team. We have quality players, but we're not a quality team. Yeah. We're not moving together. We're not we're not creating chances and and there's. I'm not an expert. I'm not an an analyst. I'm just a guy that likes to turn on a microphone. But ITest says like something something's not working on training ground here with this team. Injuries are are key factor. We'll get into that. But I mean, we, we I mean, the roster that was on that field is better than Vancouver. The coach is better than Vancouver, unless you know 
if you consider this a really big game, Cameron, I mean, it is. Uh, I mean, our coach, season, I, we need to make the playoffs. But. I like the Vancouver coach, but he hasn't been able to hold it together for a whole season. You know, they, they've been dangerous in runs, but then like when they beat Colorado at home, they were terrible. Like they got lucky. So yeah, no, we were the better team. Uh, and, but we didn't have the, the heart or the, the, we weren't as, I don't think we were as efficient as they were. And I don't think Where it's about training. I don't think it's about training because Jackson was at training and he and I were talking about it. Uh, Jackson and I had gotten dinner on Thursday and I'm not really giving anything away uh, that, you know, he told me his, his, what he saw at training and uh, the fire that was going on with some of the players. I will say, um, uh, yeah, uh, it's, you know, they, they, people, most of the team was taking it seriously. So the fact that, we didn't show up on game day doesn't make sense if it's training. Like, they're training hard. They're trying out new stuff. They're trying to change. And you saw that where they changed how they were taking the uh, corner kicks. Elaborate. Uh, instead of Good point. doing a regular corner where you kick it into the box, they were passing it out to, you know, back to somebody who would then kick it into the box over the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know what made that decision. Uh, part of me thinks it's because they don't want to embarrass Nico because he can't take corners anymore. He can't get them over the, um, the first guy, the, the first guy. And whereas Rusnak obviously can. Uh, and so I'm wondering if they did it on both sides just to like make Nico feel better. I don't know. But to me, that's silly. I think you have to have, uh, what I know of Schmetzer is he has real talks with his players. He sits down with them and shows them the stats. You know, I, I, I've specifically asked him before talking to him, you know, what we saw in the Levy film, Steve, Steve Levy, was that his name? About the Sounders. Uh, this Siggy was a yeller. Ziggy yelled. And anyone who's my age or younger, you know, Dempsey or younger, um, isn't going to take to that. And they're going to be like, screw off, man. Like, you treat me like a human being. You don't get to yell at me. Like you, you can point out the things I'm doing wrong and help me learn to be better. And that's Schmetzer. I asked him specifically, well, what, what do you do? He said, you know, if Ozzy was having a bad day, I would take the stats. And if he tried to argue with me, I'd turn, give him the piece of paper and have him read it himself. So I can't believe that Nico doesn't see he's falling off. Mm-hmm. But I just don't know what, what we're going to do about it. And I think that hurts us. I think one of the biggest things that's hurt us is nico's drop off even if we had jp well let's go that's a great sentence you just said that leads into what i asked our discord group look in the show description join the discord so you can answer these questions when we bring them up for the show but i did ask uh what do you what do you all think is the biggest factor for how this season has played out and well, Kenny Sloth, 74, so JP being out. Hmm. That's the biggest thing, no question. And I actually would have agreed with that until a few weeks ago. Now I'm, I think that's the second biggest thing. Okay. Uh, our friend Dan, Dan Bonavis. Did I, did I say it like a, did I say it correctly? No, you said it like an old timey gangster, like I used Dan to Bonavis. I'm sorry, Dan. I'm just going to go with Daniel. Um, definitely injuries. JP Ruiz, which is often forgot that, about. He's that's only my like that's my top fourteen, one. fifteen. 
Okay. That's it. Is it's Rui Diaz being hurt and us not having a serviceable backup starter. Okay. Freddie okay. can't play ninety. Bruin can't play ninety anymore. Mm-hmm. And he follows that up with, and I'd say also lack of depth, um, yeah. especially at striker, which points right to what you said, right? Yeah. So, and and I have to agree with that I think it, I think it is injuries. I mean, Roldan's been out. Yeah. For what three, four matches now? Right. I mean, and that's imagine, huge. Yeah, that's huge. Although he was a, available and playing for us, uh, albeit now that we know that maybe not at literally a hundred percent strength. Yeah, which I mean, that hard. guy is. Uh, He's all physical, right? So that alludes to maybe how we didn't capture draws when we should have, and they mm-hmm. turned into losses, right? We didn't have uh, arguably, arguably our best midfielder in JP, right? All around, uh, from from mentality to communication to leadership to actual just skill box-to-box. He's probably our best all-around midfielder. And I don't know, right. is, he, is he with the team? That's something I don't know. Well, I've seen training videos, but I don't know if that's from... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would ask you that question, not me. Yeah, I don't. that's that's one thing. I don't know if he's away because he's hurt and training with a personal trainer at home or if he's here. Maybe Let's try to find that out. Maybe ask ask your people and bring it up for the next show. But mm-hmm. but yeah, and then Rui Diaz. That's your oh, and I want to be clear. One, there. one thing when I was talking about Jackson, Jackson didn't tell me what they were doing differently. He just said, you know, they have a little different look. So I'm not going to throw Jackson under the bus. And say he was giving me secrets. He was just saying, they seem to be doing a different look at practice with corners. Okay. So I didn't know if that was different players or what. So, uh, but then once we saw the game, I was like, Oh, and I actually was watching the game on my phone because I was at the university of Washington, Michigan state football game. Uh, and it kind of ruined the game for me. It kind of, I mean, here was the Husky. game was ruined by which game? The the Sounders blowing it ruined the Huskies' first yeah. win against a ranked opponent, let alone a top 11 opponent uh, at home that wasn't in, or yeah, at home that wasn't in the Pac-12 since the weekend before 9-11. That was the last time they had won against a ranked opponent of that level at home. Um, wow, I didn't know that. That wasn't in the Pac-12. In 20 years. So huge, huge win that was um, made a little disappointing by the Sounders not showing up. And, and you know, consolation goal at the end, but it was meaningless at that point. What was it, the 89th minute? Yeah, something like that. Something like that? Yeah. I honestly was falling asleep. Uh, my my wife was out of town. She was across enemy lines in Portland. Mm. Uh, just doing a mom weekend. So I had the kid. I put the kid down at 7, 7.30. I don't know, I think it was like right at seven. Yeah, because I told the Discord, like, I'm watching live. Never happens. But, like, I was just like, one, just being solo dad for the whole day, and then it, I was just tired at the end of the week. But I'm like, laying on the couch, I'm like, just none of this is exciting. We have the ball, we're not doing anything. And, yeah, so it kind of obviously ruined my night, too, but I was giving it all my focus, and I had the UW game on the peripheral, but mm-hmm. I wasn't going to not tune into that and not watch the sounders, but I, I feel you. I was like, there's fun things happening, but not in front of my face. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, felt like I was missing out. Um, 
Yeah, and but you mentioned Rui Diaz too. I think that's really really important. I mean, obviously JP was so it seems so long ago. I mean, it was, but in, in season and Obed. Let's not forget that Obed was a more yeah, than serviceable backup. And we've seen uh, Leva and Atencio come into their own and arguably could also start at that position. Yeah, and I don't uh, even think they played too terribly against Vancouver. It was just we didn't have really an offensive production. Like, we didn't right. unlock anything. We were – they weren't blowing our doors off. I mean, there was a great goal, and we had mistakes again, which earlier in our, in our season we were talking about, oh, these are kind of boneheaded mistakes, but it's not like we have a systematically – like bad defense. I think we got a kind of a bad defense right now. Um, but uh, so I, I, there's something I want to talk about that. Um, oh. This past, this past week, Ariaga posted yeah. on Instagram, a uh, meme showing TV, um, locking up parents and then turning kids gay. Um, he his apology, which is good. He apologized fine, but his apology was that it was a famous artist, and I I don't know. Maybe I'm too old. Maybe this is my age showing. But someone who does political cartoons is not a famous artist, in my opinion. But I'm also anti Dave Horsey, who's the local one, because he was um, always he always sides with the rich uh, and the, against the um, people like. Uh, well, that's, that's still. Young kids who want to hear music, regardless. Regardless uh, of your f- the most famous artist. Yeah. <laughs> not not a good look. Not cool. We obviously don't endorse that. I don't want to talk about that, though. The reason I want to okay. I bring that up, though, is I saw a lot of people say, I'm going to have to change my vote for Sounders of the ECS Sounders of the Year, Sounders Player of the Year. And I went, what, what, what? Like, what? What team are you watching? No offense to anyone who did this, but what team are you watching? Ariaga is the player of the year on the Sounders. In my opinion, he should not even be on our roster next year. Even if it's a free transfer, get him out. Mm-hmm. His mistakes cost us the playoffs. I know it's not fair to put him on that on on him because Ariaga had some mistake. I mean, sorry, Amar had some mistakes mm-hmm. that you could arguably say the same thing, but he was more solid throughout. And I'm sure he's a great guy. I don't. I don't have any opinion on that. I don't know him. But what player of the year? Yeah, that's kind of weird. I wonder if people are just saying that to say something in. I don't know. Maybe they. I don't know. Yeah, right. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I can't I don't. even imagine that why you would put a vote in that direction or even a thought in that direction. No, unless you, I mean, unless you're. I could get. I could get arguing Yamar. Even though he had mistakes, I can get arguing Alex. Even though he has been cold lately, beginning of the season he was amazing. I could get arguing almost anyone, including Kellen Rowe, because you could say he stepped up in positions yeah, that point. weren't his own, not what he was used to playing, and went all. He was the utility player. He was the uh, Dylan Moore as you put it, Willie yeah. Bloomquist, as I put it, <laughs> based on our age <laughs> differences, which is not that much, but it, you know, it's telling at that time. Um, yeah. Of the team, you, know you can slot him in anyway. Can anywhere. I pause you for a second? Yeah. I loved Service's description of both him and, and Haggerty as being scatbacks. Yeah, yeah. 
more, which Bloomquist was as well. Just that that kind of player. Yeah, that is all effort. Which and and the great thing Absolutely. about Rowe is that he is all effort. Yes, he's had his butt moments, which were good, um, but <laughs> kind of awkward, kind of you know, not clearances. I guess they. Were yeah, but I think his his. His good moments far outweigh his bad, which and I can't effort. say for Ariaga. And his effort, and and he's always and he's always vocal. He he go, he steps on that field, and he and he wants to be a leader. Um, yeah. Whether whether he's a team captain or not is not not a conversation. Yeah. But he he's a local Seattleite back back home, and he's always wanted to be here. I mean, the tattoo's there, but he's also a professional he's, soccer player and doing what's best him for his career. He's from He's from Tacoma. I thought he was from Federal Way. Yeah, Federal Way. That's Tacoma. That's not part of Seattle. But still. Tell people from from Federal Way that. <laughs> they know. No, they know that. They're 253. They're not 206. They very they know very well they're 253. They yeah, claim people 253. from Federal Way say they're from Federal Way. They don't say, oh, Tacoma. No, but if you're somewhere else, you might say Tacoma because it's not no, Seattle. You, oh, Although okay. Tacoma people say Seattle. I'm yeah, just that's, saying, what, that's my point. <laughs> I, I am just saying as someone yeah. who grew up in the city of Seattle – who, barring the five years that I lived in Santa Clara, California, and Paris, France, have lived in the city of Seattle, which I recognize is a huge privilege. I'm not letting people from the suburbs or further away say they're from Seattle. Nah. I mean, but but let's give him, I mean, two, five, three, he's from Federal Way, and he, this is home, right? This is home. He gets to be with his, uh, I can't remember if it was a niece or a nephew, but, and, and, and just live a good life here. And I, I hope we bring him back. He is he's a, a role player that I want back. He's a, he's a glue player for the yeah. locker room. Now, and, are there he, a lot of effort and and, and does a, a great is a great player? Yeah. for the team. Since we're on the topic, are there players that well, name? Give me a a couple players that you think we need to uh, bring back, and a couple players we need to move on from, and and barring DPS and. Uh, I totally agree with you and Javi. I think we actually should spend money there. I think we're actually pretty solid. We might move things around further up the field. I think a, a actual stud center back with Yamar hmm. would be... I mean, Yamar is a stud, but you're right. There, there's been some moments. But if we could just find another just... Doesn't have to be big and tall, Chad Marshall. Just whatever attributes makes them makes them a stud, a sought after center back that we're actually going to pay money for. There's that. I also I mean, don't that's think that's supposed to be right. He's starting for Ecuador. What has Ecuador done? Sorry, I mean yeah, it's national no, team right. for sure, absolutely. But, but if you're starting for your national team. You know, you should be generally pretty good. Two hundred fifty-six countries in the world, um, <laughs> so, but that was harsh. <laughs> he's a good soccer player, but he doesn't play well for us. Maybe he's fantastic when he plays for Ecuador. Maybe he's fantastic. Ecuador is ranked twelfth in the world right now. Just that by the is way, bullshit. Really? <laughs> uh, Ecuador. Oh, that's as of as of he, May. They were ranked twelfth in the world. What? Yeah. There are like, uh, there's like 16 countries in Europe. <laughs> How is that yeah, possible? I don't know. This. Uh... Okay. <laughs> oh, man, I'm gonna drink some Smash Galaxy. That blows my mind. Yeah. Um, it looks like anyway. It looks like they're back down now to like 
fifth. Well, then who like the, some someone had a rough night and put mistyped, you know, maybe twenty first or something. I don't know. They go from twelfth to fifty ninth. I mean, it happens, right? USA was fourth in the world for a very short time there, uh, and then now I think we're third in Concacaf. I don't know who's doing this stuff. That's just ridiculous. It's like MVP votes. Um, it has to do with points based on your wins and stuff like that. Whatever. Back to your question. I do think it's center back and probably left back. Alex obviously earns a long-term contract, I think, on the right side. Um, and he'll take it, I think. Ecuador's <laughs> 44th at present. That's That's their current standing, by the way. 44th. They're right above Norway and right below Algeria. Right where I think they'd be, I guess. Couple back from Costa Rica, which, you know, Costa Rica is aging, but solid team, generally. You could put could you say you could put Ecuador right in the middle? <laughs> <laughs> Geography joke. Um so center back, left back, I think is because I think Nuhu's leaving. I think we're selling him. I think something's something seems off, even though he scored. No, I, he's, uh, I think he's a different player since he scored. Like, he's actually playing I, well. I do think so. I, I th- there's definitely a, like... I feel uh, like that was weighing on him because he's... More of a good. part of the team. Yeah. Versus no, he's been good. And so, you know, if I think if we sell him, great. But if not, we have a quality player in that position. Which, I, although, we don't really have much of a backup for. So, I do yeah. think we need to bring on left-back depth, Brad Smith-esque, right? Because I think that's hurt Jordan's game. I agree. I think one of the problems, though, is Brad Smith's contract was huge. He was making like six hundred fifty thousand a year. I'm not saying we sign a player of that amount. Yeah, but but if you want that quality, you got to pay that amount. I also um, think I also think that Lodero needs to pay some music. I want him on the team. Yeah, I want him to even start. You know, it, we're likely going to miss the playoffs, and if that does happen, he's going to have an extra month to get right. Uh, he's already in contract. Yeah. I mean, the problem is, can he? Is his knee injury such well, that that's he what we never... find out, right? I don't yeah. want him gone. To, no. to as answering your question, I think he will stay. If crap, I don't know about his knees comes out, then and then he might call it. But he seems to be playing at full engine and still has quality technical skills. It's Sometimes just, there's there's just some. I think his decisions are there. I just think, yeah, you're right. He he can't make the passes most. like still he better used than to. Most. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I think it, 33 it, don't. I would put our lack of offense on him because, and, and it's not all his fault on the field, but he is who we're relying on to do it. And you saw moments where he switched to the left and Rusnak played the center attacking mid mm-hmm. where suddenly we were dangerous. Like Austin. And I don't know why we don't keep doing that. Although we did against Vancouver to a degree. There was times but I think then we're doing nothing on the left because Nico, that's not his position. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I mean, there's been times in, in history where it's, he plays well with, with a Brad Smith and then a, a dynamic left back and can one, two with them and release Jordan. But, but here's yeah, the thing. I, so who do you, who do you bench then if you keep Nico as a starter? Bench. I think you just switch him with Rusnak, give him less field to run around. Yeah, but then, I mean, maybe for the, I mean, next year, because you're going to have Christian back. Christian on the right, Jordan on the left, Rudy is up top, Rusnak 10. Not wearing 10, but in yeah, the 10. so where's, where's, JP, JP, yeah, then Nico. where's yeah. Nico? 
You're not playing two center defensive mids. You're not. I'd, I'd put Obed in over what do you, what do you Nico mean? if I'm being honest. I think you're miscounting the no. JP Nico Resnack. Yeah, I'm saying I'm putting Obed in over right. Nico. I'm putting oh, all three okay. of the young guys in over Nico at that point oh, because really? if you have Resnack at the top, uh, you okay. know. Well, yeah, I don't. I, I'm borderline on that decision. I don't disagree with you. I think mm-hmm. that's what off season and preseason would tell us, right? Right. And and Obed was great, obviously. But here's yeah, the thing: but, is I don't think we're doing anything unless we can rework that contract. I think if we're stuck with him as a DP. Unless he has a resurgence, unless having the extra month plus more more than a month, because it would have been October and November uh, of an off season, unless getting that time back gets it, and he's just been in, tired, worn down. I mean, that contract is brutal right now. When you have a player who who isn't playing starting quality, but is being paid I at agree. superstar. And I don't think we should spend the DP money on a center back. I think we need to spend it on a second floor. Well, I wasn't saying that. I was yeah. just saying yeah. you could still – the way you can manipulate MLS and the rules change. Yeah. And you can. I mean, look how we got Dempsey, right? Like even oh, Portland's yeah. still pissed off about That's that. That's because Dempsey didn't want to go there. Yeah. Well, I get a center back that wants to come here and has a, a marketability, and MLS will make it happen. There's ways, of, there's ways around it, but I, I still think someone better than Yamar needs to be that next center back. That'll elevate him. I, I don't know. And, then, and let's not get into it, but we're a year or two from uh, another goalkeeper. Uh, he could play for longer, depending if his level plays. I mean, goalkeepers I said can play a year 40. or two. Like, we have one He's or two old. more years of Steph. He'll be like fucking 38, dude, 39. He's not that. Check. He's not, yes, he is. I mean, he's 36 right now. I said a year or two. Yeah, so he's at that's 40. 37, 38, yeah. Uh, assuming he plays Alex at the same level, right? But but we've shown, as long as Tommy Dutra's here, I'm not worried about the goalkeeper. Yeah, that, that's I, I literally just threw that out there. But yeah. th- the fact I mean, that we're having concerns throughout the entire, from back to front almost, I mean, Rui Diaz was out for 16 games. He probably would finish with probably 17 to 20 goals, the way he's actually scoring on the games he's played. Not too concerned about him. I'm concerned about there's no one behind him. No, Maybe. yeah, no one. That's I why we need his last a, name. <laughs> I think we need to get an, another DP forward. I mean, someone that even if they're not starting, I mean, DP you want to start, right? I would rather us play two at the front and one and just have JP back there, if I'm being honest. Um, the old Aussie role? Yeah. Just the lone then, six, just devastating everybody. I love that. Yeah. And 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 get that. another DP forward up there, um, yeah. Because then if you lose a Rui Diaz, it's not that bad. Oh well, yeah, you can easily shift. Yeah. So I mean, here's the That's thing for me is, I think if we had an extra year, Reagan is that center back. I think Reagan has proven he can do it. Um, he uh, made some mistakes down the stretch, but you you got to remember he's 22, right? And Reagan. he's not. Reagan's yeah. like twenty four. He'll be twenty five next year. Is he? Well, but he hasn't he played. played. This is four years of college. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he has not played at the MLS. College is not. That's why players don't go to college anymore. And yeah, but and he come did. To the MLS. He, well, he no, I know. Twenty two. But, but that's the thing. Uh, he's twenty four right now. Yeah. Yeah, so he'll be twenty five. So he, uh, he turns twenty five tomorrow. Um, <laughs> Happy birthday, Jackson. But I think, but here's the thing is he has not played at a pro level. College level is not pro. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't have the minutes. Someone like Nuhu played 
so many years at the youth level, right? He he played a ton of years before coming a time before coming up. Reagan hasn't, and he closed in on himself. And to the point that both goals, arguably, that Portland two scored, Timbers two, were on him because he didn't close down. That's that was it was painful. But I think Reagan has shown that if he can consistently grow, and and you don't grow linearly, obviously you grow in spurts. Uh, I think he could be a starter for us for, I mean, center backs can play forever. They can play to 33, 34, right? So uh, barring injuries. So I could yeah, see him, I could see him being that starter. I just don't think it's next year. Uh, and if we're going to play three at the back, then he can be one of them. But well, I agree with you. We need a starting level um, center back. We need a starting level uh, left back and we need a starting level striker those i mean that's i like i like your if we have new who next year yeah. then i like i like your striker go spend money and nico does need to face music and if we and don't I think, I think garth needs to flex his muscles a little bit as gm to make things happen the way they should because we are not ready for our youth to take over first team we're no, ready for yet. our youth to be a part of first team and we've yeah. seen that and that'll bleed into the start of next year um, it'll be probably a vital part in the, I presume, like what four potential, four or five potential world club World Cup matches. It's not a big tournament; it's just a very condensed tournament. Uh, but three, uh, let's see. It's not going to be like enter. CCL. CCL was more of a. It'd be a marathon. Three, one, two, three, four at tops. I think four matches. Yeah. So. But here's the question for you, and this is going to be a really difficult question doubt it i've been i'm almost done with my second beer <laughs> it is oh. based on the lack of development and the lack of meshing with the team if we could bring in a third dp meaning youth dp that is a striker that could learn directly from Rui diaz and be not a one but a one a striker one, I mean, no, I, I mean, I put one above one A, but yeah, sure, one B. Somebody's not starting. If you had could, two ones, it'd be one A, one. Okay, so sure. Semantics, whatever. Could start if forced to, but is always Rudy as his backup or playing alongside of him. Do you think it's worth it to move on from Leo Chu to get that? Because Leo Chu plays a position that Jordan is going to have for years to come. Uh, I mean. Initially, yes, is my answer. Um, it just sucks that we spent that money. Also, I mean, he he got some also, minutes at least. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, we saw recently Jordan play up top. I'd, and, I'd, be, I'd be good with that if if uh, we've seen it. We've we've seen right, but it seems to be shift in the game and 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 yeah. and, and he's been playing up there. And and he, I almost think. He doesn't seem to have the confidence. He has a skill to beat someone one-on-one on the wing, and he's done it a number of times, but he doesn't do it consistently, which tells me that's a lack of confidence that you actually can and do something productive. You might beat the guy, but you don't think you're actually going to produce something quality, no. right? And, and Schmidt would call that his defense. We talked about that before. Like The reason he started that one game was he was actually playing defense, and then... He hasn't started. Are you talking about Chu, or are you talking about Jordan? Chu. Are you talking about Jordan? Oh, I'm talking about Jordan. Jordan doesn't have the confidence to go at a guy up front. I, I mean, I well, guess he, I agree he, with that. 
he doesn't use because he plays differently, right? When he's on the wing, mm-hmm. he uses that speed to run at people, but for some reason he's not doing that at forward. Oh, I I disagree with that. You think, think at forward he, has, he still runs at people? I think he runs off shoulders more. I think he prefers running off of shoulders and trying to get that ball over the top or through. I think he prefers that more than getting the ball at his feet and facing someone up. I know he has the skill and he does. Oh, I don't mean running at them. I don't think he does. I mean, just running at them, pushing the line back and and being ready for the cross. Oh yeah. No, he'll do that without the ball. No problem. Yeah. I see that all the time. He doesn't do it to the point he would. He doesn't use his speed to stretch the line. When he gets the ball, I get excited when he's on the wing, but it's almost like you beat him and then it's like 50%. Well, I'm not even going to throw a number out there, right? Because 50% would be great if it was a, a quality cross all the time. But it almost just seems like after he passes the, the player, whether he's on the left or the right, he's just not c- quite confident with the final product that he might produce. And that's he, the thing. Is- I like him in the box. I like him getting a ball that he's chasing after and making a snap decision. We've seen quality recently of him making that that pass or that shot, but when it's like on the wing going at it, and I know you turned your chew thing into it, yeah, no, no, thing. No. it's because yeah. I want Jordan up. I like him more up top, probably. I, or at least I'd like to see it because I think he's a little bit more confident. That's the way he grew up, and if he's just running off the shoulders trying to time up a pass, and he's working with a Rui Diaz who terrifies defenders as the flea. But you need someone to feed them the ball, and we and right now we don't. Russ Nat can do it. I have yeah, that's true. Absolute Russ confidence can. in him. I, I absolute confidence as the number ten, right in the middle there. He could dictate everything. And can but, you imagine Nico? But then we need a left launching mortars. Left mid. Who's our left mid at that point? I don't think it's true right now. Well, the, and that's where I am yeah. answering your question. I guess yeah. is the answer is no. Go spend money there. Yeah. And let's start spending money. We can have a youth system, and we can spend money. We are the Seattle freaking Sounders. We're well, international. We're international champions, my friend. That's what you've been touting all freaking season. We're I know, but, but international. There's, there's two we things players from across the pond. First off, there's a a uh, budget that you have to fit within that is set by the owners, and we are not LAFC. We are not Atlanta. We are not New York. They're not giving us silly money. Secondly, uh, our if our roster. Uh, within the league rules has to be under a certain amount. And so unless we're moving on from Nico, unless we're moving on from a third DP, uh, unless we're selling, you know, uh, new who for a bunch of money, it's player in player out. So honestly, at this point, if unless anything changes, we're not bringing anybody in. We have the same squad next year. And even if we move on from a Freddie, which I hope he comes back as a super sub, even if we move on from Bruin, even if we move on for some other role players, we're only signing role players. No, I hear you, and I don't know if we if, if we miss the playoffs. I don't know if how that's going to fly. Yeah, it might cha- I think missing the playoffs may change things, uh, the or they may rest on their laurels that we won Champions League. That's not going to fly with me. I don't think that'll fly with you. Yeah, you no, and, you and, and if, if we and go into if we go into Champions League in February with our current roster. Even with JP back, mm-hmm. I'm. I mean, we could lose out in the first round, and then at that point, what's even the point of being there? You cannot yeah. lose. I want to win first round one, advance once, 
Yeah, you got to advance. You got to advance. Great job. You were up there. Which actually leads me into, I think, what we should, our final discussion. And Dan, insert last name. Boniface. There you go. Just testing you. You passed. (laughs) He had a Discord question. Again, show description. Click on it. Join us. Uh, Scuttlebutt topic idea. The year is 2032. The 10 year Apple contract is about to end. What? The 10 year what? Apple contract. Broadcasting. Oh. Yeah. So next year we have, it's exclusively through Apple TV, right? Yep. Okay. The app, the 10 year Apple contract is about to end. What is the state of MLS compared to the rest of the, of world soccer? So where is this league at in 10 years? Essentially is what he's saying. Way ahead of where we are now. You think I can't, I can't tell you why, because I know insider information. I'm sorry. I can't, I'm sworn to secrecy, but Apple is going to revolutionize watching soccer in this country and around the world. And we are their guinea pigs. We are going to become on par with not Premier at League. all what I thought that question or your answer was going to. We are I going to be on par with Premier League, League, on par with Premier League in terms of watching, viewing viewers. And I think that's going to raise quality. I think it's going to create more money. Uh, I think it's going to create more innovation. And um, that's all I can really say about it. I'm excited. Uh, they got to figure out what they're going to do with bars because we have no information on how bars can do it because they can't just buy a license right now. They have to. They would have to have a home subscription, which you can't use at a bar. It's not for public performance. But the things I have heard, dude, it's awesome. It's going to be so cool. It's it's going to change the game from a viewer standpoint. It's going to change the game from a player standpoint. It's going to change the game uh, just to be so much better quality. I was not. Uh, I'm such a, a layman. Like, I'm, I'm anti Apple <laughs> products generally. That's so. That's one thing I don't like. I'm I'm like you better you better make them focus on Android because I have an adult phone. I don't have your cute little oh. There's only one button. What do I do? Uh, you know. Oh, we just got widgets a decade after Android. Um, I will I will never get an iPhone as my main phone. I might have one as a backup. Uh, I love my iPhone. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited about it. And also, I don't want this to be the last thing we talk about because I have, I have one more thing to say after we talk. Okay, about it. I, know time, All right. but... I was, I honestly, one that sometimes folks, Cameron and I text all the time. We, we've gone to events, gone to Ballard FC, but sometimes we're live recording and he says stuff that I'm like, damn, you are so much deeper than I thought you were. I wish I could say, <laughs> like, you know. I thought it was just like, oh, where are we going to be in 10 years? And you're like, no. oh, I know things that people Yeah, don't I will say this. <laughs> like, if you want to know more, join Alliance Council. You can nominate yourself at vote.soundersfc.com. And if you get 25 votes before December 1st, I mean, technically before our meeting, which would be whatever the first Tuesday in December is, you could be on council and this is the kind of stuff we learn. I mean, we straight up can't talk about it. So before December 6th, um, is that Pearl Harbor day? Uh, it just, seventh. we had a meeting with ownership this past meeting and I, I'm worried about the on the field product. 
in general, just because of the the play. I'm not worried about the off the field, what we're doing in the background, what our club is doing. It's a club. Yeah. Uh, we are solid. We're good. Everything's awesome. Rave is going to keep building fields. Uh, we are going to continue to innovate as a club, do more with less, um, both business-wise and on the field, I think. So, I mean, this is this – is, and they believe in Obed. I know that because I got compliments I from ownership with, on my Obed jersey. So yeah, uh, I'm really excited fun. about this Apple deal now that I've learned more things uh, that I can't talk about. And uh, I think everyone else should get excited too. Well, to follow up, if you are a season ticket holder and you do want to have some know-how and some say uh, to join the Alliance Council and you want to get some votes, reach out to us, join the Discord, say you want to. Cameron is the president, and he can help you figure out how to do that and hell, come on the show. We'll, we'll yep. bring you on. We, we, and this was a positive this. note. We're, we're about fans. Yeah. This is a positive note, so I hate that I'm going to go back to a negative note. Beating Cincinnati is going to be hard for multiple reasons. Number one, they're good. They're going to make the playoffs, right? Number two, this is a rescheduled game because of CCL. If we had played this back then, I'm not. This is a win. I think probably have three points. Yeah. The main reason I'm worried is. Raul Ruiz away for Peru. Ariaga away for Ecuador. Nuhu away for Cameroon. Alex away rolled on away for Ecuador. Jordan away for USA. We're missing five starters. So this is gonna be a gutsy game. Who can play those positions? It's gonna Russ, be tough. I think Rusnak's also gone. Uh he at least wasn't as of uh the twenty first, which was two days ago. But okay, he, he may be since then. Um, he was gone now. Was yeah, and and it's you know it's we can't necessarily bring up certain youth players because uh, the other call up that we got was um, uh, Reed Baker Whiting got called up to the U seventeen USA World Cup squad, I think it was. So. We're even missing some of our backups. He scored, by the way. Did he? Pretty filthy. Yeah. Pretty pretty filthy uh, tight angle right side. Netted it. It was all. It was. It was great. So good. So so I'm just saying, root on our boys. You know, we want them to win. It's going to be a hard game, and I would not expect a result to go our way. Uh, You know what, though? We expected results with the first team. Right. We beat Austin last year with the youngest lineup ever. Yep. Was it the of course, Austin's a better team this year, but yeah. yeah. Regardless, it's, I mean, Cincinnati's in the playoff hunt, but they're in the East playoff hunt. They're at 45 points. That's six points ahead of us. And we're playing poorly with our starters. I'm not throwing this game out. We predi- I mean, we, pred- we predicted win out. Yeah. I mean, we'll have Atencio, we'll have Leva, and they'll be, be able to be on the field almost as leaders. Yeah. So right. Steph will be a leader. Yeah. Uh, obviously, no but he, like he might be the most leader. Yamar, Alex, they're going to be no, leading Alex the team from the back forward. And then you're going to have Alex really is at Ecuador. Seasoned. Oh, that's right. You're I mean, sorry, at El, El Salvador, Ecuador. Wait, sh- sh- oh, yeah. We're not going to have any backs. No, <laughs> no. We're, not we're, missing, have, we're, we're missing our left back, our right back, and a center row. back. 
So Ro can only Madronda's gonna have to play the other. Oh, we're gonna lose. <laughs> okay. We don't, have a, we don't have a fullback. We literally don't have any fullbacks. It's Madronda <laughs> and Ro. Madronda and Ro are gonna. And Ro's gonna be running from left to right <laughs> to left to so, right. I love wine. Right. So you're getting the real vision. No, we can't end on I'm that. Federal way, Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> we can't end on that. Oh uh, shit. So we're gonna end on something else that's gonna make you very happy. You ready for this? You already talked to Nick. I'm going to the Seahawks game. You talked to my wife, I'm going to the Seahawks game. <laughs> no. That's great. No. Let's go. The MLS Next Pro Best Eleven included midfielder number thirty nine, Marlon Vargas. That's your boy right there. Yeah. That, that was your guy ago? that you wanted to see playing. Yeah, that was a few episodes ago. Yeah. Uh, well, they're they're not wrong. So. Yeah. He's, I, I mean, seeing him in person, pro, oh, he's good. Yeah. I mean, his stats are legit. Um, it's just, I, I, do you think Next Pro is, well, thank you. Yes, positivity. Hate to bring it out. Do you think Next Pro is a good thing? Seems kind of just weir- weird. I, I do. I do, and here's why. If okay. if we were in the USL, we are. Consi- I mean, we're getting the minutes, but you've got to. F- if you want to win, you've got to fill your roster with not your youth players. You'd have to fill them with, you know, twenty nine, thirty year olds that can't make it in the league. And that, those are the teams that win. At Next Pro, as you see, like we're the number two seed. We play. I think Sunday we host a playoff game. We actually, at one point in the game, were the number one seed, and then uh, I think a late goal from St. Louis to tie it. Uh, made them the one seed and plus us not winning and didn't help. We could have won and just got the one seed in the West. But uh, I think it's good because it's a chance to develop while playing similar talent. I think our team is as good as a USL team though, because it's largely, I'd say half the starters are Sounders backups. It's Reed Baker Whiting. It's uh double air. It's um, Reagan. It's uh a B oh Suzoko. He can come up and play. He's he's technically on the, the he can fight too. <laughs> he's <laughs> technically on the, the roster for the uh the, the big club. So that's that's a defender we could bring up to play for this next game. Um you know, and then you have Marlon Vargas in there who looks amazing. Mendoza was fun Dylan to Tevez. watch. Uh yeah, that again? This year. Dylan Tevez. Yeah, Tevez who who's played for the big club. Uh is was it starts down there i mean we that's a usl plus quality team maybe uh, it's because yeah. it was new and i didn't i'm not i got a lot of stuff to try to follow outside yeah. of just soccer it's, and you know it's a separate so. league it's a separate league from usl and we could have a discussion on whether mls owning the leagues is a good thing because there's now a jacksonville team owned by tebow coming in that's going to usl but the original Jacksonville team chose MLS Next Pro, even though they're a USL quality team, because MLS Next Pro is trying to supplant USL as the second tier. Well, you know, based on the trajectory of MLS that you're saying that it's not, I don't want to put you in hot water, but you, you said it, this actually is going to bring some visibility to our league. Yeah. Anything affiliated to that league, that is internationally known is only positive. 
USL is never going to be internationally known. So if you're affiliated to the machine that is MLS, that will be seen anytime, anywhere. You want to jump on that train. So, um, and, and, you know, minutes for our youth and that's, what's important. It's getting, Mm -hmm. it's getting Suzuko. It's getting Tev. It's getting those guys minutes every game rather than just sitting on the bench in Seattle. They might come up and sit on the bench if they have to be subbed on, but they're not, they're obviously not going to start for the Sounders except for in dire situations. Mm-hmm. So it's giving them their minutes that they need. That's fair. All right, my friend. This is one of our longer ones. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that after the Vancouver performance, <laughs> but it, it allowed us to expand on a lot more. We're nearing the end of the season too. So yeah. lots to talk about and regardless of how we end up, um, 30 episodes, man. 30. Oh, yeah. We got three zero. Yeah. That's, that's big. This is awesome. And and we definitely will have to find a way to keep it going during the off season. Maybe not at the same rate, but. Uh, oh, of course not. No, no. We'll, we'll, we need a break. Y'all need a break. But we can come up with some fun stuff for sure. Yeah. And, 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 and things happen throughout the season. Or right. the off season, I should say. That we're signing keeping a breath moves. Stop. Yeah, and then and then we'll have a ton of stuff. Oh, and we've got let's not forget, we probably could do episodes around the World Cup. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. And we we have some side projects that are that aren't above the surface yet. Scuttlebutt marine terminology. Which um, reminds me to talk to you offline about work opportunities for you. In the film industry. Rubbing my nipples. That means I'm excited, everyone. I'm not just a weirdo. I'm a weirdo. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we should wrap this up. James should take us home. Where can yeah. they find you on social media? You can get me at Legal Minded Punk on both Instagram and Twitter. And how about you, Mr. Lingley? Thanks for asking. Uh, on Twitter, A-A-R-O-N-L-I-N-G-L-E-Y. And if you like, if you just stumbled on the show and you like listening to it, you can follow the show at SSFC Scuttlebutt on Twitter. And please join the Discord. We have a great group there. And as you can see, we ask you on the Discord, what should we talk about? Because you always come up with some good shit. So, thanks to Dan. Thanks to Ashley Dom. Thanks to everybody. Um, let's let t- James take this away. Yep. Thanks, James. Bye, everybody. You can follow the Sounders Scuttlebutt podcast on Twitter at SSFC Scuttlebutt. And for all inquiries, including questions for the gents or sponsorship opportunities, please email contact at scuttlebuttproductions.com. Be sure to subscribe to the show for new episodes following every Sounders FC match. And don't forget to share your feedback by rating and reviewing. And you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at BritVoxus. That's BritVoxUS. We'll see you at Lumen and go Sounders. Alexa, who's the best MLS team of all time? The Seattle Sounders are both unequivocally and the best MLS team of all time.